0: We so were talking about houses that, you know, nice houses or crazy houses. I saw a house that was in shape of a cat that was kind of hunched down. It was pretty cool. <laughs> it's like, it's like I, I dreamed to have a house like that. <laughs> That'd be kind of cool.
1: I can see you in a house like that. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like, was the cat crouched down like it was going to pounce? Or was it crouched um, down like it was taking a
0: poo? Well, I guess kind of, kind of in a pouncing position, but you know how some cats just kind of sit with their, you know, like they loaf, I guess, you know, like a cat loaf,
2: kind of. Oh, oh, oh okay, okay.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Extreme loaf position, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> so yeah, that was a long. I, forgot, I I posted that on my on my um, Facebook a while back. It was, I don't. know, It's been a while. It's, it's a, it'll be a lot of scrolling back to try to find it again. <laughs> Have you cleaned
1: that? You don't, but, you never <clears throat>
0: see anybody we have to Fabio. Uh,
2: my wife keeps uh, looking at at uh, house listings that are bizarre <laughs> and uh, sh- she she posts houses that she likes on facebook but she shares the ugly ones with me <laughs>
0: <laughs> well he- hello Vice sci fi where we're not quite getting started, we'll be, we'll get started in about three minutes or so. This is just our pre-warm up. <laughs> um, Hello, yeah, she posted the one that I saw that I liked a lot. Was like, was it that village that had like a bunch of little castles, <laughs> whatever? That nobody, kind of oh, an abandoned yeah. village. It, it was kind of cool.
1: And they well, were have all you seen, the, they have were you all seen like, the one with the jail
0: in it? Which one? I known?
1: think it's in Kansas, and it's really, really nice. And you're like, "Oh, this is beautiful. It's beautiful. Why is there a jail in the middle of this?" And it's a really nice, very well set up, very modern jail is in the house. I think the house. Yeah, I think the house was a the courthouse or something at one point in that city. Yeah, so it was it was a little jarring to run across the prison bars in the middle of the house.
0: Or yeah. somebody had a very specific kink.
1: <laughs> Could be. Yeah. I mean, it was a beautiful house. It was just, yeah, it's one of those. You're not expecting it.
0: Unlike the, the, what was it in Vegas? The fun dungeon, which is.
2: <laughs> oh yeah.
0: Not what it sounds like, but
1: <laughs>
2: uh, you, uh, well, I guess it depends it? On what you think
0: it sounds like, but
2: yeah, yeah. Excalibur, uh, <laughs> the big sign with the pointing to the stairs to the fun dungeon. <laughs> it was like kids' arcade.
0: Yep, it was an arcade. Nice. <laughs> you know, especially especially like being in Vegas, you might expect something different than an arcade when you see that. <laughs> you
1: know, but expect anything in Vegas. Exactly.
0: <laughs> exactly. Wow. Okay. So, well, I'm gonna go ahead and get started. <clears throat> All right. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> Well, hello, once again, you have found a Texas Steampunk Connection. I am broadcasting to you throughout the multiverse, verse, whatever you want to call it, from our various bunkers and airships. I am Flavio, a.k.a. Dammit Flavio. Every once in a while, Major Dammit Flavio. <laughs> With me, as always, is Thax, Gentleman Adventurer. Hello, hello. <laughs> and once again, joining us today because... Jack was unable to make it for various reasons. I'm sure he's probably out there wow. trying to bring up to bring out his uh, bring up his bounties. Probably what he's out there trying to do. Uh, you never know. Um, but with us today, instead of Jack, is once again Master Blue Stocking from <laughs> the Dollhouse, the, Ste- the Steampunk Dollhouse Podcast. <laughs> Or dollhouse steampunk. I forgot. My mind just went blank. Steampunk
1: dollhouse.
0: I was right the first time. Yeah, steampunk dollhouse. On an
1: extended hiatus.
0: Extended hiatus. Don't worry. Don't Welcome worry.
2: Back to hey it is always good to see
1: you.
0: Yes. Thank, Thank you. you for joining us uh, On such short notice. Once again, uh, once again, uh, Blaine Thack. Jack, not not <laughs> No worries.
1: Someone's spring break
0: this week, so awesome. Oh, spring break. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Perfect timing. Then, once again, we are we are we are. Continue with the tradition of replacing Jack with a better looking person.
1: (laughs) I'll do my best.
0: (laughs) It's not difficult. Trust me. I'm sorry. Sorry, Jack.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Spring
2: break means so very little at this this particular juncture when we're most of us are staying home away from other people. Despite what our governor has suggested we do.
1: Oh, it was God. spring break last year when everything went to shit. We got two weeks of we got had spring break and then they extended it for another week. And then they're like classes online, not going back. So, yeah, this is our one year anniversary.
0: Wow. wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. It has been a one full year of this pandemic yep. craziness. Wow.
1: Well, you remember three weeks ago when we were all freezing to death?
0: That was insane. That was <laughs> yeah. freaking insane. Um, yeah. The, the, that was
1: three weeks ago.
0: Yeah, global warming is real, people. Yeah. <laughs> did you lose Holy power? God.
2: Water? Any of that stuff?
1: Um, we did not lose water, but we we were luckier than a lot of people. Um, because we had we were on the rolling starting around 3 a.m. Monday morning. Our power went out. And so all day Monday it would go out for an hour and a half, come back for Thirty minutes, maybe, and then go out again. But by Tuesday, we had been on pretty steady, so we didn't have the rolling like everybody else did. Ours was a lot, and we have a gas stove, so it That's made helpful, a lot easier. Yeah. yeah, it made it. But the boil notice—we that Thursday of that week, we got the the boil water notice, mm-hmm. and you don't realize how much water you use until you're having to boil it for everything, for the cats, for cooking. For yeah, everything. So, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, I got the boil notice just before. I mean, actually, I just. I almost gave my cats. I, I started pouring to catch some water, and then I realized that's not the right color for water. <laughs> so I had to yeah. go back, and luckily I had some bottled water. So I gave them some of that. So I, I, I spoiled my cats. by giving them bottled water th- th- for a couple of days. Um, yeah, that.
2: Flavio, your water
0: changed color. It was very cloudy, almost it's milk weird. looking. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's weird, and cl- it was weird and cloudy, and yeah, it's it was gross. Yeah, wow. we just yeah. happened to have a huge bucket of. Bottled water left over from our wedding two years ago, so we
0: were <laughs> we were. I
1: I never used it, and so it came in handy. Yeah, yeah, luckily there's
0: probably no expiration date on that kind of water. I think. Yeah, it's <laughs> just
1: bottled water. But my sister-in-law actually bought me a backup generator for my birthday.
0: So wow, if this happens. Sure.
1: Yeah, if this happens again, we have power, and you know, hopefully, it'll be awesome. okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's like I, I I don't think I was, I wasn't part of the rollouts either. I just lost power for 48 hours straight and that was it. And then it came back on after that. So a lot of but, people
1: did. It was weird.
0: Yeah. And, and look, I said, equitable. no, but it's like, like I said, well, I was, like I spent last time, it was like I, I'm halfway through the first, the second day before the power came on. It was so cold in here. I picked oh. up one of my cats and he was shivering. My cat was shivering. Yeah. So I decided that's it. I got to go. Luckily I had a friend of mine who still had water and power. And we just, I, I packed up my cats and my roommate and we bugged out to my friend's place. And we stayed there the rest of the, for a few couple of days because once we were there, even though I got power back onto the house, couldn't leave because the, the streets were frozen, couldn't drive. So, yep. <laughs> yep. So we well, stayed what there about for you, a couple of days.
1: Facts, for you um, okay?
2: We got, uh, we got noticed that there were going to be rolling blackouts. Okay. We're prepared for that. So that doesn't sound so bad. And then like, 60 hours later, <laughs> <laughs> it went out and we didn't see power come back on for another two and a half days. Oh, um, and uh, our house held, held heat pretty well. Um, but, you know, there's only so much it can do. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
2: We we uh, de- dug our fireplace out uh, because we had, <laughs> we never use it because we live in Texas. Um, yeah. So we had furniture in front of it we covered it up with like bookshelves because that's how we do.
1: Um,
2: <laughs> so we, we moved that, that stuff out of the way. And uh, last summer, a tree fell on my house, which we thought was bad at the time, but now we have a bunch of firewood. It <laughs> <There you go. laughs> sustained us. And um, so we were huddled in front of the fireplace of uh, boiling water in the fireplace and, and doing any cooking we could there. Um, we never lost water, uh, which was super lucky. We had it dripping everywhere. Haven't gotten yeah. that note yet, but that should be in the mail here any any day now. Yeah, uh, I just got a letter from my brother in Huntsville prison. Uh, so he survived to send me a letter, but they lost power and water, and you know they couldn't go outside to get. Snow or boil it or anything. They just had to huddle under their blankets, wearing every piece of clothing that they could, and you know, fill the bucket in the corner. Yeah, uh, it, it sounds mm-hmm. like a living hell. But yeah, uh,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. It wasn't a, wasn't a good situation, and I don't know. There's there's ways that it could have been handled better. I mean, I know this is Texas. I know this never happens, but. <laughs> I lived in Pennsylvania for eight years where it got that cold every winter and I well, never dealt with, never dealt right. with anything like that. Yeah. Well because, was, well, because
0: winter's like that almost every year, they're pretty much prepared yeah. for it and know yeah. how to handle it.
1: But I mean, it you happened know. here in 2011. We had- that, not, to like this ex,
0: not to this extent, though. <laughs> not but it's, for this long? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: Any that further was,
2: discussion in this direction, we're going to get political.
1: Sorry, sorry.
2: Um, I'm not saying we shouldn't. There's uh, unfortunate truths to uh, discuss, but that's that's where where it's gonna go.
0: Right. Yeah. Well, in that case, it's the bird hole. Hello, Rita. Thank you for joining us again. Uh, looks like you're right now the only person watching this. Looks like either Vice Fi or Rita j- dropped. Um, Desiree Thorpe, a person I don't think I've s- seen us join join us, has said blue, blue stocking, stocking is, is amazing and then inco- and properly logged off because there's only one person watching us at this point. <laughs> You know, Desiree
1: so. is in my cohort. She's one of my friends.
0: Awesome. Okay. Well, yeah. thank you for popping in and saying hello, um, <laughs> even though she's probably not watching anymore. <laughs>
1: <But> <laughs> I believe
2: she'll come back. I
0: oh, believe- there she is. She is back. So maybe Rita's gone. Somebody left us. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, no, wait. Five people are watching us. I'm sorry. I'll look at the wrong number. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> there are so five different. people watching us. Well, hello. Thank you for joining us um if well
2: Fabio is the only one who gets to see this information there are yeah, there five people
0: report. yeah there are five i can't i don't know who's watching this i just know there's five people watching this they have to make they have to say they have to make a comment for me to know who they are matt davis hello yes my count my my number count was wrong
1: that's my <laughs> husband
0: oh hello <laughs> <laughs> well at least he corrected himself on the yore um
2: well let's get some Yes, drinking.
0: yes but they must be, they, yeah. There must be a small delay, obviously, because now they're correcting me. Yes, there are five people watching. Up, six people now. Okay, yes. Uh, let's go to the the, the the podcast within a podcast. I like to call drinking with friends. Unfortunately, today I was such in a hurry. I went to HEB and I bought my dinner and everything, and I just forgot to buy a beer. So I'm just stuck drinking no. regular old soda. I'm drinking the Diet Doctor B from HEB. This is, you know, I used to love Dr Pepper. Um, <laughs> And then things, my sugar levels got way out of crazy, out of, out of line. And so I, I went to Diet Dr. Pepper. Then I decided, oh, you know, Dr. B is just as good and cheaper. So, so I'm drinking this. <laughs> that's that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Hmm. I stand
2: by H-E-B brands. I think they are uh, at least as good as the name brands.
0: Yes, especially the H-E-B brands, the Dr. B stuff, which I think I like them a lot. Um, how about you, Thax? What are you drinking?
2: I, uh, at H-E-B... In, in the single uh beer section well that's right
0: that's why uh, right. you should get my beers
2: <laughs> yeah yeah i got something something crazy called smoothie
0: smoothie what is that
2: what is that and you'll see a a blender filled with angry orange juice or something <laughs> in there with uh I, that's a that's a vanilla that, that's a uh Chunk of vanilla there, and uh, okay, and an orange screaming on the other side. It's all very artistic, very graphic. Adorable. Yes, Woo. okay. So that is what I got. It is a. It's from the the Brewing Project, Smoothie Sour. It's a sour ale with mango, cinnamon, cardamom, and vanilla. And
0: is it a uh, is is it an actual beer or a hard liquor? What is it's that?
2: A, it's a sour ale.
0: Sour ale, okay.
2: Okay, so I, I poured it into a glass, and it it looks like like orange mango juice. It's thick,
0: so this is weird. Is it good? <laughs> Have you tried it I yet? Don't know. Okay, we'll find out I'll right find now. Mango. Um, what? Well, um, not sour yeah. enough to make you pucker.
2: <laughs> I like it. It, it tastes strongly of, of mango and the same texture, sort of a puree. It doesn't taste, it, it's not very beer forward. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so more like a, like a juice with alcohol in it.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's... it's um... This is something that has been in the back of the refrigerator for too long. <laughs> <laughs> and you said, like, no, I can drink it, it's so good.
2: <laughs> it's fine. There's a lot of things in the back of the refrigerator that is still good. <laughs> um, th- this is weird, though. It is a little strange. Uh, it's like a fruit smoothie with a little beerness to it.
0: Beerness to it.
1: <laughs> You're not really selling it.
2: <laughs> I, I'm. I'm just reporting the news.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> so- I bought it for the label. <laughs>
0: Didn't we I part. mean at one point that at, at, at Ragnar's we would have like beer beer what was it the beer and orange juice mix what's that Instead of uh, a a beer mosa's yeah is there anything like a beer mosa? A Beermosa has got more beer in it. <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> so for those who don't know a beer mosa is like a a breakfast beverage. You take your uh like a pale ale or a half of uh and you pour about four ounces of orange juice into it. Yes. So you can even use a, an IPA if you wanted, if that was the sort of thing you're into. And that, that orange juice, that citrus acid sort of cuts the, the, the hoppiness down. And it's really nice. It's, it's a
0: I, I prefer it's them with a nice here
2: and you, you You can drink it before noon and not feel guilty
0: that's right <laughs> <laughs> how about you blue stocking if you drink anything today
1: please excuse the monster in my lap oh um, no
0: worries no worries
1: uh angry orchard Chris angry Orchard. i love angry orchard yeah it's one of my favorites <laughs> so i get the big variety pack and this is brax by the way who is making his debut
0: hello kitty yes <laughs> yeah.
1: brax is a cat for our listeners
0: Yes, uh, yeah, that's right. It's this so is hard. not just a this. Yeah, this is not just a video live. Uh, right. This will be going up in, in our podcast feed. Although I forgot, to, I have not yet put in last episodes on the podcast feed because I am behind schedule because of the freeze. So that's what, that's that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Um, I'm not being lazy at all. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <Mm-mm>. <laughs> okay, so that that that, that ends, uh drinking with friends, the podcast within a podcast. <clears throat> Um, so I think I guess we should move on. Let's go ahead. And um, I guess we'll talk about our homework. I have a few things. Um, first off, I'm going to go ahead and uh, start off with some some updates. Originally, at one point, I talked about a comic book called Miss, Miss, Miss uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So this is number four. Episode four has come out. Well, not episode so issue four has come out. It is a five issue limited series, so there's one more and it'd be over. So far, it's really been a fun story. There's a mystery going on, there's a creepiness going on. Um, female FBI agent and who's basically if it was the X-Files, she'd be like Scully. She doesn't believe. Um,
1: okay.
0: And the other and her partner is like, you know, uh, the other guy. Forgot his name now. Anyway. Mulder, yes, who kinda believe. Yes. Um, it's, it's it's pretty good. I'm, I'm enjoying it, and I can't wait for the end. And the ne- the other one I reported on, the number one came out, number two is now out, called uh, The Picture of Everything Else. <laughs> Basically, the story of the, the artist who, who painted Dorian Gray. He has expanded his powers, and he, whatever he paints, he can affect. Um, at the end of this issue, he painted the city, I believe it was London, and then he accidentally dropped a Bubble, he dropped some like a drop of paint on it, red paint, and the sky turned red in London. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, I mean, he's 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 pretty powerful. So, they're, they're having to deal with that right now.
2: He had been drinking coffee and spilled it, no one would notice
0: exactly. <laughs> that sounds so, cool, I mean, it's actually pretty good. It started off the first episode, the first issue. He was basically he would paint it, he would paint a portrait of somebody, and whatever he did to the portrait, like tear it or burn it, what would happen to the person. So he would he was kill he was killing people that way, rather gruesome. And now for another comic that I just that I found last week, I'm going to go ahead and share the screen. Share screen. Da, 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 da. Okay. okay, this one is called Steambound. Now, however, I did I read it. I don't see anything steampunk about it regardless you know despite the name the art is okay. I think I might have seen like one thing in the background that looked kind of steampunkish in there but otherwise it's just like a fantasy story in a crazy fantasy se- season um, city. I'm gonna read this for the people who are not watching live um, Pandora. it is easy to get lost on the streets of the mega cities like our protag- like our protagonist hound. Jaeger and Alice have, raised together They and linked by friendship and, and spider addiction. That's a drug, I'm assuming. Hound is a knight of the orders to restrict the council, while Jaeger, g- genetically modified, works for the city's criminal cartels. Alice's request for help will force the group to join again. See, I didn't get any of that reading this. I there was no indication that this guy was part of some council. There was no indication this other guy was part of a criminal cartel. And Alice didn't show up until the very last page. And... It was very, I don't really say this much. I didn't like it. it. It, Like every other, like every third page, it felt like I just walked into a middle of a conversation, not knowing what the hell they're talking about.
2: <laughs> wow. Flavio, you like everything.
0: Yeah. 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 I don't like this. It, it, it was very, I, I couldn't figure out what was happening. You know, the, the, the scenes just kept jumping. The conversations kept changing. I, like I said, I couldn't tell. Like I, I just kept feeling like I kept walking into a conversation. It's like, huh? What? What are you What are you talking about? And they would just go on. Then all then like you know, like you're flipping channels, almost to different. Or I don't know if it was time jumping or they were just like trying to change scenes. I don't. I don't know. It was so confusing. I didn't get it. <laughs> there, there was a giant monster somehow thrown in there. <laughs> I don't know if you can see that. Can you see that?
2: Uh, not the way you've got. The oh, that's screen. right.
0: Because I'm sharing. I'm sharing. I'm sharing the screen. That's right. <laughs> Duh. I'm a I'm a I I have been doing this for I don't know how long. Uh all right, I'm gonna stop sharing. All right, so for some reason there's this giant crazy giant crazy monster that was thrown in here. I don't know if you can see that.
2: It looks like <laughs> an angry teddy bear.
0: Yeah, it yes. kinda was. And it's kind I don't I, I don't I don't know. I don't know why that was there. I don't know what happened or what pissed it off or why is it chasing anybody. It it was it was just confusing as hell, even though it's called Steam bound. I don't. I saw nothing steampunkish. It was more very, very not medieval. Just, just fantasy, a general fantasy, maybe even sci-fi mix, but mostly fantasy because there was like alien-looking things in here. You know, people like that weren't exactly human, but they. I don't know. They could have been some kind of like or orger, ogres or orcs or. But they could have been aliens. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe
2: they had a spider addiction.
0: Yeah, I. I don't know what spider addiction is, other than I think they it's had a spider drug
2: addiction back in college.
0: <laughs> you like spiders, huh? I mean, because I mean, I I think in like, I don't know, I don't know. I think they showed him taking a drug in one of these panels.
1: (laughs) And that was the first issue.
0: Yeah, (laughs) first issue from Behemoth Comics. Um, I, I, and I, and I I read a lot of comics, so I mean, I, I, I know, I I know how to follow a story in a comic (laughs) book, even when they're trying to be, you know, different. But this, I to
2: your credit, sometimes they're kind of convoluted.
0: But, yeah, uh, well, this is convoluted convolution. I, I don't, I, I don't know what happened in this book. I really don't. It's just there's only one comic before this in the past that I hated even more, and it was actually called "Really Long God Hates Astronauts." It was a comic book. <laughs> the The first issue was so bad. I was like, <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I, (laughs) uh, that's the only one I hate worse. This, this comic, I don't want it. I don't leak. I'm I'm surprised. I want to get rid of it. You want this comic? (laughs) does not not deserve to be in my collection. He's
1: going to be setting it on fire later.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So there's that. I mean, so don't waste your time with it. Don't even look at it. Don't look for it. It's not steampunk. (laughs) And even if it was steampunk, I can't tell what's going on. (laughs) I don't know what's happening with this comic.
2: Wow,
0: Damn. um, I, and, and it was three ninety nine, so I wasted four bucks on it.
2: <laughs> I want my oh. money back?
0: <laughs> yeah, well, that's pretty pricey for a comic. Usually they're two ninety nine. <laughs> ah, okay. I think I'm done ranting about that. <laughs> Whew. So there's my. I feel a little bit better, but man, I couldn't stand that comic. All right, I'm gonna I'm once again to share the screen. I have one more thing I'm gonna talk about briefly. Share the screen one more time. Share screen. I, I p- people have probably heard of this, some people maybe even watch it. But I'm gonna go. It was, I found it on Hulu. The Murdoch Mysteries, or Mur- oh. not oh. Matt, not yeah. Matlock. I know you mentioned Matlock, oh. <laughs> not no. Matlock. <laughs> <laughs> Murdoch Mysteries is it is a it's, a, it's, a, it's about a, a, a detective back in the, the early 1900s, and he's um. He, he's he's fine. he's he's basically using the newer techniques for like figuring out crimes, like you know, um, matching bullets to the gun, uh, blood spatter. You know, he's more forensic, modern day forensics. Op- back in the day, um, the only reason I call it, it it's it's tangentially steampunk because in the very first episode, Tesla was in it <laughs> because somebody was killed through electricity. <laughs> um, so Tesla actually made an oh, appearance.
2: That's unfair. That's Edison's shtick.
0: <laughs> well, it was somebody trying to discredit um, Tesla's work and they were going to, they were going to electrocute that's a dog. huh?
2: That's also Edison's That's Yeah, that's Edison, Edison's right. Yeah. Thing too.
0: Well, they didn't mention, I don't know if they mentioned Edison, but they're just trying to sell, their, anyway, but they they were, were going to do a demonstration. Where they were going to, they were going to electrocute an animal and the lady who pulled the switch, actually it shocked her and killed her instead. So that was the mystery who did it and why. And he solved it, of course. Um, the newest I only seen like four episodes so far. I've I've enjoyed them. The newest episode actually had um Sir Arthur Cornyndale show up. because <laughs> um, he want, he was a he, he's um looking at the spiritualism. And of course there's a, a murder that had to do with a spiritualist, and they they solved that crime. Um, it's, it's I mean they're just typical crimes, but you know, I honestly honestly right there where it says power, that's Tesla right there on the episode one. <laughs> Um, Elementary my dear Murdoch that's where uh, um, sir Arthur Corning Dale showed up so I mean I mean, it, it it may not be straight up steampunk but it's pretty close I mean it's the right time period there there's um you know some good things going on and one of them was um, they had like the first motorized bicycles <laughs> uh, they have a female uh, doctor who's uh, doing the the autopsies you know so I mean mm-hmm. I'm joining them, so I mean, you know, I don't know if they're straight up theme punk, but they're good enough for me. <laughs> so I mean, they're they're clo- I mean, they they fit two. I think two out of the three criteria that we threw in there, <laughs> for the most part. You know, the time period, the the aesthetic, and well, I don't know about the punk part, but <laughs> other than you know, he's using techniques that no one's heard of. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and Tesla. I mean, Tesla made an appearance. So there you go. How can, how, more, how more? How much more steampunk can you get than that?
1: Tesla makes it steampunk.
0: You heard it from the doctor. You heard it from from the master steampunk herself. <laughs> so, so there. That's my homework. <laughs> how about right. you, Sax? What do you have?
2: I, I enjoyed your ranting. I, I don't Thank get to you. all that often.
0: Yeah, that that comic was up. Uh, anyway. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. All right. Here's my uh, my homework for the, the show. Let's see how it is. this push that button. Push that button. Push that button.
0: Push that button. <laughs> Aha! I'll now push this button. Junk <laughs> octopus wants to fight you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I saw it, it keeps coming across my news feed um, this week, so I thought I would share it with you. Not this. This is a picture. <laughs> <laughs> of, a, of a code hook that says drunken octopus wants to fight uh, which is funny
0: but, yes I've seen that many times what I really it is want funny.
2: To talk about is uh, this uh, headline on science alert but I've also seen it on the Smithsonian website and some other places but some bored scientists have kind of harassed <laughs> the cephalopod um, to force it to take this cognitive test for little kids and uh, the, the, the cuttlefish, the cephalopod in question, w- was able to do it. They have actually got uh, about a half dozen of these. And they were all able to pass the marshmallow test, um, if you're not familiar with it. Uh, yeah, I about to ask,
0: what is the marshmallow test? Well, let me
2: tell you. Um, uh, Stanford developed the marshmallow test to test children's uh, cognitive ability. They sit a kid down with a marshmallow. Here's a marshmallow. You can eat that marshmallow or if you wait 15 minutes and not eat the marshmallow we give you a second marshmallow and you can have both of them.
0: Oh, okay.
2: <laughs> I mean it seems pretty pretty simple but it's it's for small children and it's to
0: Now, now I'm assuming that when they put the marshmallow down they tell the child the the options, right? It's like you you can eat it yeah, or wait. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So right. so are you telling me that they talk to this cuttlefish telling them you can wait?
2: <laughs> yes, they gave him a marshmallow. <laughs> No, um, <laughs> they they had to adjust the, the, the test a little bit. Oh, OK, um, they had um, they had, I guess, like a door with some with some food in it and another door that was closed, but had some better food in it. Oh, and they uh, trained the, the cuttlefish to understand that that door will open after a certain amount of time. In this case, what did unless
0: this? Uh, unless, if, unless if they did not eat the other food, right? Right.
2: They only okay. could go through one of the two doors. Um, and if they went through the one door, then they take the food away from the other door. So I don't know if, uh, you know, how many times they gave them the test before they considered <laughs> it, just,
0: it effective. It figured it out, yeah.
2: But the cuttlefish had to wait somewhere between 10 and 130 seconds to have access to the better food. But they were able to do it. These cuttlefish um, proved that they were cognitively intelligent enough to wait for the good food, uh, which apparently is, it, you know, shows some cognitive ability and that it is more than maybe what is expected of a typical fish. Um, here it goes. It says, uh, it seems like the cuttlefish can exert self-control, all right. But why is not clear. The species such as parrots, primates, coves, uh, corvids, like, uh, <laughs> um, crows, crows, and and, uh, uh, yeah, that sort of thing, uh, also can pass this test. They they know how to delay gratification, uh, linked to factors like uh, tool use. <laughs> Uh, food catching and social competence, but the scientists suggest that the cuttlefish doesn't use those things. Uh, they don't use tools and they're generally unsocial.'t uh, <laughs> do get along with each other terribly well. Um, but they do um, they they do they don't they don't cache their food, they don't you know hoard it. Um, but they do perhaps, use this ability to to hunt to wait for the best food to come before they pounce on it right they' don't just, okay they they, uh, they they camouflage themselves when they forage so they don't to really expose themselves to uh, predators or you, you know they don't they don't want to uh, blow their cover until they find the, the food that they want the best food. Uh, so they, th- this is just an interesting example of the intelligence of of cephalopods, and that's why i bring it up to the steampunk thing. Because
0: I've I've seen I mean, you know I've seen instances of
2: octopuses go together.
0: Yeah, I've seen like stories of octopuses like escaping out of things. You know, f- just like, they're like escape through,
1: artists.
0: F- yeah, yeah, they're yeah. escape yeah. artists. Now, like they so they to get out of cages, they get out of any a lot of things. You know. <laughs> yeah.
2: This study made me, you know, search just five minutes more on Google. Um, and although this test was for cuttlefish, they are very closely related to octopuses, mm-hmm. which have bigger brains, um, it, particularly big brains for for yeah uh, <laughs> a non mammal. Um, and uh, they, yeah, they're super clever. The, there's there's stories of them, you know, breaking out of their cages, going into other um, cages, eating all the fish, going back to their own cage, <laughs> yeah. and hiding the evidence. You know.
0: <laughs> that's the crazy part. They hide the evidence. Yeah.
2: Right? That is that is super interesting. Now, obviously, yeah. that's not a scientific test, but it's an observation that's been made. Definitely, they do use tools, unlike the the cuttlefish um they talk about how they build little um shells for themselves little houses that they carry around with them um for safety and probably for for hiding so nice. they are tool users which was interesting because it was mentioned in the previous article um and this this really threw me they have the ability to recognize human faces and you know Get get opinions of different human beings, <laughs> and I, I remember hearing about this uh, story not in this article but somewhere in the internet. Um, somebody found an octopus that was dying on the beach, and they uh, gathered it up and took it back into the ocean to save it. And uh, the cuddle, or the uh, the octopus regained its strength. And, uh, and was, was saved, but also hung out at the beach with the person that that sort of nursed it back and hung out with them. <laughs> nice. And then that person, you know, at the end of the day, went home from the beach and they came back another day and the octopus came back. Aww and hung out with them again. Obviously, that octopus is just like hanging out with everybody. Um, <laughs> I, I assume. Um.
0: <laughs> there were no reports of him hanging out with anybody else.
2: Right, right. <laughs> and so that was, you know, that's just a hearsay. I don't know what was going on in the octopus's weird big brain, but it was fascinating. Um, and, uh, yeah, yeah, octopuses have a lot of strange uh, mysterious ways that we do not understand. They are the most, I mean, I'm sure you've heard it before. If you've come across octopus, they're weird and alien. Yes. But uh, with this, with this uh, cognitive test, that's just one step closer uh, for us to understand a little bit more of what they are capable of, uh, what kind of intelligence they have. Uh, so that's what I wanted to bring up. I thought that was really cool.
0: Now I know, I mean, there's octopus and then there's squid. Now is Mm -hmm. is there anything, I don't know if are squid just as smart or are they just monstrous? What? I mean, I don't know. I haven't heard anything about them. You know,
2: um, I don't know. Yeah. I'm certainly not an expert on. Well,
0: why aren't you? You should, you, you were supposed to be studying that. No, kidding. (laughs) Um. We'll get on that for next time. Okay, squid, just as smart or just or not as octopus. I,
2: I don't hear as much about squid uh, interactions with humans. <laughs> I think uh, aside from you know taking down enormous ships in the deep <laughs> sea, um, or or murdering sharks, which are interesting stories, but they're not really. Give us an indication of their <laughs> their motives. Or so they're the uh, they're
0: they're, they're, they're here. Be monsters. Is that what is that what they are? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. So the, that's what the sailor's talking about. Here be monsters. Um, yeah. I remember reading the the thousand ten thousand leagues under the sea by Jules Verne. It wasn't in the in the movies. They always show a big squid the or crack. somebody attack, the kraken attacking, but in the book, it was actually a pod of octopi that attacked them almost like they were boarding their ship, like a, like a, like, you know, <laughs> like they were pirates or something. They just, they attacked them. <laughs>
1: Octopirates? pirates?
0: Yeah, I guess. I mean, that was about, the, that was one of the most exciting things in that book for the most part. Otherwise I, I remember talking about that book. It was the boring, one, very, very boring book uh, <laughs> by our by today's standards, I guess. Cause back then, like I said before, it was basically a step-by-step journey of, you know, okay, we, we, we went this direction for this many leagues um, you know, I, I saw these fish, I saw these plants, you know, blah, blah. And then we, you know, if you, if you had a map, you can map out where he went, you know, by just by what he was saying. Cause he, I think he was even going longitude and latitude. He was writing it all in there, you know? So, you know, like I said, and there's like some of the occasions, like, um, like I said, what they, they went, they got out, they went walking in the water, but there's with their dive suits and everything. And they climbed an underground underwater mountain which I'm not sure why they did that. When they have a boat, they could have gone a little higher, <laughs> you know, or, you know, a submarine, they could have gone a little higher toward the top of the mountain. Um, but the entire time he's walking up there, he's describing, he see this kind of fish here and that kind of fish there and that kind of plant. And this describing everything you see on the way up. They get to the top, they look over the edge Hey, look, it's Atlantis. And then they turn around and go back. <laughs> it's like, they don't what? show They don't, they don't say anything else about Atlantis other than there it was. You know, <laughs> it's like, well, <laughs> <laughs> I like
2: oh. that, uh, you mentioned the the uh, group of octopuses, uh, a- octopi, excuse me, yeah. attacking the ship together. That is an entirely unoctopus thing to do.
0: Yeah, because you said they and weren't friendly with each other.
2: They're they're anti-social, yeah. They don't want to hang out with each other.
0: They're um, not pack creatures. Yeah.
2: No. No. They they're, they barely get together for uh, making more octopi. <laughs>
0: Yeah, like I said, that's what I remember in the book. I mean, I don't. I'm pretty sure it wasn't squid that that attacked them because they were actually, you know, they were octopi. You know, like I said, they, I mean, they, I mean, they, had, they yeah, they attacked in mass. So it was kind of great. They were they were slightly larger than normal octopi, so they were giant, but they weren't like the huge ones that they show in the movies. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's all I remember about the book for the most part. I was I, I read it because I said I was going to read it, and you know yeah, I haven't I read it. your yet. review.
2: It was yeah. uh, not, not your favorite book. Yeah. Aww.
0: I mean I'm sure back then it was exciting for anybody because you know they don't they don't have TV back then, so that hey this guy's oh you know oh there's that kind of fish in the sea, and you know I guess it was just, I guess it, back then I understand I could understand why they enjoyed it back in the past. But now well, hmm, not Jules so much.
1: Firm was a big believer in science. So for back then, the, the, the science in his work was very new and very cutting edge. And
0: mm-hmm. so yeah, it would true. have,
1: you know, it would have been really exciting to today's audiences, not so much. But yeah, back then it would have been marvelously exciting. So, you oh. know, our tastes change.
0: Well, I'm sorry. Hello, Alan. I just saw your question: time, time traveling to Sherwood Forest Fair this week this year. I'm not sure. Um, I'm still, I'm slightly dubious about the plague. Uh, I have not got my vaccine yet, um, so I don't. I don't know. You know. So we'll, I'll, I'll see. Um,
2: Erica probably. and I were talking about it uh, ourselves, and uh, I think it's great that Sherwood is still. Uh, stating that you have to wear a mask at all times mm-hmm. that you're not sitting and eating or something but uh, it to us that it's it's not really enforceable if enough people are gonna say well we're just not gonna do it and yeah I, I, I half expect that to happen uh, at, at at sherwood or trF or uh, especially at trF
0: i think, I think. <laughs>
2: Yeah, any place uh, in in large groups in this state, uh, there's a lot of people who really don't believe in masks. And um, I'm still not comfortable with with being around those people. So,
1: yeah. I have been vaccinated and I'm still, I've gotten both my shots now and I'm still going to wear, you know, yeah, the mask is not coming off. I still, still adhering to that because it's i'm protected but i could still pass it on to someone else i could still have it and pass it on so Mm -hmm.
0: yeah i I saw it i mean hasn't even like the mandate supposed to like go into effect tomorrow i believe but it was last week or yeah last week already i was at i was at a dollar general no was it I, i was at a store working and a lady walked in and they were he, and she was asked to put on a mask and she goes well the governor said we don't have to it was late yep. and, and and the man was like i'm sorry man that's next week <laughs> you know so he was he was being he was polite about it he goes that that's not until next week ma'am and you know so she put a mask on but she's already thought, she's already saying you know we don't have to so it's already started you know
1: well and it's still up to the businesses too because a lot of the places here in denton they've been putting out facebook mm-hmm. posts that they will they will continue to adhere to because the businesses can do what they want.
0: Right. And exactly. It, I know, mean, it's like the, whole no sh- like the whole no shoes, no, no shirt, no service situation, yeah, like, you know, yeah. no shoes, no shirt, no mask, no service kind of situation. Yeah. You know, they, they can add that. So it's their, it's their prior, 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 prerogative. prerogative, Yes. That's what I'm looking for. <laughs> I the speak English.
2: The issue becomes, you know, how big a snit are you going to, you know, put up with in your store when. And someone comes in who just outright refuses, um, to...
0: and they're throwing a fit and blowing drums yeah. all over.
2: They're,
0: they're... Well, then they get to, then they get to go on. Be they can get to be filmed and be online and shown as a jerk or stupid idiot or whatever you know. Like, a, if you want to, if you want to throw a snit, then you're going to have to suffer the consequences and being pointed out as a as a stupid idiot, you know, or whatever.
1: Well, there's, there's filth all over your entire story. It, well i was it, reading about a, a mexican restaurant i think it's either houston or austin that is going to adhere to their uh, you know masks indoors and they're already mm-hmm. getting threats from people saying that they're going to call ice on the waitstaff
2: i'd heard that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so
1: that's that's awesome yeah it's just, they're just masks it's just
0: i know yeah. don't, don't 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 be a crybaby about it man just wear a mask <laughs> she what's the problem well, there's actually a question here for blue stocking that that' actually lead right into her, her well, not, i'm not, I'm gonna say homework, but it wasn't really her homework just you know <laughs> basically, have you run into it to into a <clears throat> have you run into a book comparable to the difference engine by Gibson slash sterling so
1: <laughs> a book comparable to the difference engine um, well, I mean, the difference engine is an alternate history. it's a counterfactual, so there's a lot of steampunk books that do alternate history. Mm-hmm. It just kind of depends on what you're looking for. I mean, there's I guess it depends on what you mean when when you say like difference engine. Are you looking for something that's alternative history? Are you looking for computers and trains and, you know, computing machines like difference engine had? Or are you just looking for? I don't know. Like, the, I mean, it's, that's a hard question because there's a, like I said, there's a lot of stuff out there. It just depends on what's, I'd need more specifics on what you're looking for. I mean, like the one that I've been spending a lot of time with right now is Dread Nation by Justina Ireland. Um, it's an alternative history of the civil war with zombies, but It's steampunk and it's it's really it's really brilliant because and I'm because I have I'm writing a couple of papers on it and I'm giving a presentation about it in May.
0: Oh, Oh, cool. Um,
1: And it was actually the last real episode I did of my show was about Dread Nation, but it's about zombies rising up from the fields of Gettysburg. And Mm -hmm. so what ends up happening is the slaves are freed, but young black women are sent to schools where they are trained to protect white families. From the zombies, they're huh. sent to. Yeah, that is. They're they're literally being trained as shields mm. to protect white people from the zombies. And so there's. It's it's very exciting. It's the main character is Finn. <laughs> You're making a face.
2: <laughs> uh, that, that sounds fascinating to me. They're they're taking um, black women, slaves, women, and training them into a warrior cast. Uh possibly go wrong.
1: Essentially they're taking these newly freed young women and they are they have to be sent to these schools where they will be trained and they're trained in everything. They're trained in weapons, they're trained in etiquette, they're trained how to dance because their best bet, their best chance of surviving is to get into is to be hired as an attendant by one of the wealthier families, but it, it talks about how there are schools where they're trained for six months and they're sent out into a, the meat grinder, basically. Or you can get into one of the good schools where you can actually learn how to save your life. And so it it brings up a lot of connotations of well, I don't want to get we don't don't want to delve into politics, but it, it's very applicable oh, yeah. to. I mean. Well, it's the idea that black women are going to save us kind of like Stacey Abrams and black female voters in Georgia. And this idea that white women in my demographic can't seem to vote for their own interests. And so we need other people to save us. And that's kind of where the book goes that these young women are saving everybody. They are keeping people alive at the cost of their own life. And it's... Finding, you know, trying to get away from that and trying to find a better life, and issues of colorism come in because there's a very, very light-skinned young woman named Catherine in the book, and the main character Jane is very dark, and so Catherine has a better chance of getting Mm -hmm. into a good of of being attended to a good white to a white family because she's so fair-skinned, she can pass, and so there's issues of that. It's just like I said, I know it's, it's zombies in the Civil War, but it's. Really topical, and they have there's, there's no horses anymore because the zombies ate all the horses. Oh, so they have, okay. they have iron hor- steam horses that take people everywhere. Yeah, yeah. it's it's steam re- Yeah, it's really exciting. It's it's very good. It's very good on a surface level, but it's also really good on a deeper level. So really good writing. It's, Man, what was it? Yeah, it's called was- Dread, the, first, the first one is called Dread Nation, and then the sequel is Deathless Divide. And they're by Justina Ireland. <clears throat> and the covers are gorgeous, are gorgeous. If you ever wanted to see something made into a TV show, it would be this book. Oh, okay. Yeah. And the audio books are fantastic, too. The narrator is wonderful. So highly recommend. Like I said, I'm, I'm writing a pop scholarship piece about it that I'm going to try to get pitched to Lithub or one of those sites. And then I'm writing a 15-page paper about it and then doing a presentation on it.
2: <laughs> oh and justina island is a is a writer of color she is uh, yes so yep so i i was i was looking more fairly recently for um sci-fi writers of color particularly steampunk uh authors of, of color and i just didn't know where to start um P like jelly
1: it. clark is a really good one too um Fenderson to Jelly. He uh if you look up Ring Shout or Dead gin and Kyra, I can send you a list. Um yes, please do. Yeah, Pete <laughs> Jelly <laughs> Clark is a really good one. Um Neasy Shawl, of course, if you've read Everfair, Everfair is a very good one. Uh some people have trouble with Everfair because there's a lot of different points of view in the book. It jumps from one person to the next. Yeah, we mm. did it in my we just didn't did it in my class, and some people have problems with the if you have a problem with too many characters, it may be <laughs> not your thing, but it's really, really good. So I can send you a list of some stuff.
0: Yes, please do. I know you, I mean, cause you've been, I mean, you you're like, well, I say you're, you're the master of steampunk right now. Cause you do have a master's degree. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> My master's degrees in library science though.
0: With a with emphasis on steampunk, right?
1: My PhD has the emphasis on steampunk.
0: Oh, okay. So you'll be a doctor steampunk or doctor blue stocking.
1: Someday, in years in in the future,
0: future. (laughs) soon to be doctors of steampunk. (laughs) You'll be you're you're you're, you are what I call our our current resident uh, expert of steampunk at the moment. <laughs> if Until anybody knows someone
1: st- takes issue with that and challenges me and i can't answer a question
0: <laughs> ah, yeah. let Nobody them challenge you don't have to answer <laughs> i mean I if that person if the person challenging you also has a master's then maybe there can be a, a, a talk down but if they don't have a master's then they don't need to say anything <laughs>
1: i'm just putting out the best info i can
0: <laughs> so that's all we need to do yeah <laughs> I mean, like I said, I'm not an expert by any means. I'm just making my own opinion, like this one stupid steampunk book. Um, <laughs> oh, he's so mad. Yes, so bitter. <laughs> it's staring at me. It's just they there, staring at me. <laughs> and, and, like I said, but like I said, I found, I found, I have. There's plenty. There, I'm really surprised at how actually how often I do run across comic books that are very steampunk. Um, like one of the nicest ones I found was the Contu, um, the little, the little, the little, the little, mecha- the little Clockwork Knight. Um, it's very um, so far, there has been three different ish not issues, three different storylines come out. Um, and they're they're very age appropriate. I mean they're all ages. So I mean, if you have a child who's, who likes that, it's really nice storytelling. It's almost on very very um fairy tale like. You know, there's, there's the bad guys and there could be, maybe, and depending on how sensitive your child are, it shouldn't be that scary. Cause it's, 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 it's an all ages book, but there are, you know, the bad guys are of course, bad guys, you know, but it's, it's a, it's, it's a fun little book, a fun little adventure book of a little, a little, little clockwork night going around saving things, saving people, saving his people, you know, it's really graphic fun.
1: novels and anime are a really good platform for steampunk. They
0: mm-hmm. just,
1: they really, if, have you, I don't know if you've seen princess principle on Amazon.
0: I have. I have. Did you I like really it? Enjoyed, or... Yes, I did. I really enjoyed we, we it.
1: Watched, so, like, the
2: first three episodes or so.
1: Yeah, there's the not whole, many.
0: I watched the whole episode, the whole series.
2: Oh, the I song. didn't get. I didn't get through the whole series just because I'm doing other things. But you know, <laughs> they were fun. They were a lot of yeah, fun.
1: they were so mm-hmm. good. Yeah. I was looking up because there's so many HG Wells references in there, and mm-hmm. yeah, so I started googling everything, trying to figure out all the references. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> they were supposed to make another one, but I don't think they ever did.
0: Yeah, Princess Principle. In case anybody w- who hasn't heard about it, it is basically an adventure. There's like a, it's a kind of like a prince and a pauper kind of situation where they switch places, yeah. and then you know she she falls in with some adventurers, and it's 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 just a fun. There's a bunch of gadgets, and they're running around fighting crimes and evil things. It's it's just fun. It's just fun. There's there's intrigue and spies and stuff. Yeah,
1: magical <laughs> <Steampunk> girls.
0: girls. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's it's a it's a fun show. I, I recommend it. Um, I just recently discovered one that apparently everyone else already knew about, and it was um ah oh, what was it? my mind just went blank on me the the delivering people from they they fly to the delivery service in their little airplanes. I don't know. I'm, my mind just went um, blank on me.
2: Um, it's
0: one. one? You, you you when I mentioned it, you got everyone. Right? You and Jack went. Oh yeah, what was that?
2: Yeah, 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 it's an anime. Um,
0: Yeah, it's an anime.
1: Not Steam Boy.
0: No, not Steam Boy. Let me see if I can find it here. Last Exile. Yeah.
1: I've never even heard of it.
0: Yeah, it's the Last Exile. I've only watched like six episodes of it. Oops. Stop, stop, stop. What is going on here?
1: (laughs) They fly around around
2: and if you could imagine like a prop plane, but no prop and no wings but it flies around
0: because it's, steam- steam- it's somehow, somehow magically steam powered. Yeah. Okay.
1: What's it's-
0: it on? Uh, Hulu. Okay. The last exile. Yeah. It, it, it was pretty fun. But like I said, oh, I discovered cool. it and I, and, I, and I brought it up and then both, both him and Jack were like, Oh yeah, we know that one. It's like, Oh, it's, <laughs> thanks. You didn't tell me about it. I, was like, <laughs> I thought it was funny. I thought I found something new, but nope, <laughs> it was old.
1: It was new for
0: you. Yeah, new for me. Like I said, that's why I'm that's why I'm really so happy happy and surprised. Like I said, I'm finding so many comic books that are pretty much brand new coming out that are very steampunk adjacent, if not straight up steampunk like the Kantu um, and like I said there's the the story of the story, the picture, everything else, uh Mess of the Tonic. you know, there's been so many others that are come that that have been out and I'm finding them at least every other week cuz every every Wednesday is new comic book day. Yeah. But not every, not every Wednesday a new steampunk comic comes out, but at least once a month a new steampunk comic of some kind comes out. <laughs> and it's pretty cool. Now,
1: here's my question. Are you going to give the next issue of that one that you hate so much a chance? Are you Oh, hell no. You're not going to hate <laughs> read it.
0: <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. Like I said, I mean even though I don't know why it's called Steambound. I have no clue. There was nothing Steampunk well, about it.
1: You
0: go. <laughs> nah, not worth it. Not worth it. <laughs> I'm not I'm not gonna $10. waste another four bucks.
2: Wow, that's a little pricey for
0: <laughs> Yeah, not gonna do it. I do not recommend it. I do I I, I just pretend like I never it doesn't exist anymore. It's gone. Just about it Out of it. my life. <laughs> 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 Be gone. Be gone, evil comic.
2: <laughs> I do wonder what are you supposed to do with comics and books that you've you've run across and you read and you don't like them i donate them yeah or sell the them to a recycled.
1: Way. yeah we've got a, a big sucker. <laughs> Some other or
2: sap to read them
1: yeah we've got a huge <laughs> used bookstore here in town called recycled books and i just pack it all up and take everything down to recycled books there you go let's yeah, pass it on to someone else who may love it
0: <laughs> <laughs> i usually i just i just usually leave mine out not bagged not boarded just Outside, in front of the other comics, as an example to the others not to do this. <laughs> <As an example. laughs> you would be left out in the cold.
1: <laughs> wow.
0: <laughs> I don't even remember what I did to the the "God Hates Astronauts" comic that I that I hated one time. <laughs> I'm sure it's somewhere in the room. <laughs> Didn't
1: burn it to keep warm.
0: No, I could. I should have. <laughs>
1: Never been a
0: good time for it shoot <laughs> <laughs> yeah it would have been oh uh, wow well, well, we are coming up on our hour thank you very um one, so once again I'm gonna thank you once again blue stocking for joining us um what was it once again what was the name of the book again that you said you start talking about dread nation. Dread, dread nation dread nation so yeah hey I, I, I reckon no, you know I, I'm yeah I'm looking for looking you way. got you I, got yeah, taxes you got, yes I just finished reading the book I was reading which was the the uh, ah, i talked about it last week. It was the Queen. My mind is in blank. It was steampunk, western. It was good. <laughs> Had and Ad- Ad- Bonnie in it, you know, the dread the pirate and Bonnie was in it. Um,
2: Blue Stocking, I'm reminded the last time you were on our show, I'm always taking notes on stuff that, that's mm-hmm. been brought up. Um, because of that show and you, I ordered The King in Yellow.
1: Did you? Mm-hmm. Have
2: you uh,
1: read it? No, no. but uh, <laughs> I dare at it. <laughs> going to make you lose your mind.
0: <laughs>
2: um, but,
0: so uh, now you're going to order another book you're not going to read. <laughs>
2: you're having influence on, on me. I'm, I'm going, collecting a whole bunch of books thanks to you that I haven't read.
1: <laughs> then my work here's done because <laughs> I have right. a stack of books that I haven't read either.
0: Oh, I got I got so many books I haven't read. <laughs> and not all of them are steampunk. Um, I do like sci-fi and fantasy as well as another kind of stuff. Um, but I do have a stack of steampunk books I haven't read yet and I it's just so hard to choose. <laughs> I I get choice overload sometimes. I just sit there staring at my books. It's like what yeah. to read next? Oh my. I don't know.
1: It's overstimulation so I just wander off and play Warcraft for a while
0: because right? That's, that's pretty much what I do. It's like, "Yeah, I'm going to play some games." Yeah. But, but yeah, so once again thank you for joining us Stocking. For those of you who do not know, she had a podcast called um Steampunk Dollhouse where she discussed books of sci-fi and and their significance and is it still more available? More than we oh, do. Yeah.
1: yeah, it's still available. It's um like I said it's it's not book reviews so much as it's just me right.
0: you discussed doing, the books. I mean, yeah,
1: just got critical analysis of books that I like. That's the word I was looking for. Critical analysis. It's yeah, it's me cursing into a microphone for an hour, and <laughs> talking about books that I like and why these books are important. You know, if you want to read for pleasure, I don't have a problem with that. But I also like to take a, You know, big. I'd like to take looks, take a deeper look at things sometimes. So
2: yeah, you really go much further in depth than uh, us silly guys here. Yeah, the- yeah
0: I'm, I'm not. I'm not a book <laughs> reviewer. I'm just here to let you know whether or not I think it's steampunk and whether or not I thought it was any good. You know, that's not. not I'm not gonna go into details about the book so much, other than how how bad this one was over here. You don't have <laughs> masters
2: in libraries.
1: I have been told I <laughs> suck the fun out of some of these books. So there are some <laughs> people who are not happy when I started that told me that they did not like it when I started the podcast. So you know. Oh,
0: well, I wasn't <laughs> one of those. I liked your I liked your yeah. podcast. I enjoyed your podcast. I'm glad we reached out and became friends. Me uh,
1: too. <laughs> Aww. Um
0: and, um, yeah, hopefully maybe, I don't know if Steampunk November is going to happen this year, God, of the I hope so. if it does happen, I hope to see you there. Absolutely. <laughs> awesome. Um, yeah. So once again, thank you very much. Uh, thanks for joining us, everybody. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, we, you can find us on Facebook, Texas Steampunk Connection, any criticisms, you can find me somewhere on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't he's know. on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I forget what I—I I don't even know what my Twitter handle is anymore. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I have two. Team Connect, yes. Okay. There's yeah. yeah. One,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> so I can. I also have what personal one, which I never look at anymore either. Um, <laughs> so I don't because whatever Twitter, I don't understand it, and I will continue to never understand it. Uh, so because I'm a, I'm an old man. <laughs> oh
1: please! <laughs> I told it's, you I, we can have a Twitter <laughs> lesson. I'll show you everything you need to know.
0: And I'll just stare blankly at you with my mouth drooling. Huh?
2: <laughs> I
0: don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand. Oh,
2: um, <laughs> it's a time <term> for pudding.
0: <laughs> pudding? You get you have any you pudding eat your to meat. <laughs> 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 How can you have any pudding if you don't eat your meat? Um, <clears> oh <throat> well, so, huh. so I guess that's it. So until next time, uh, mind your gauges, everyone.